You're listening to a five-minute version of Words of Life, a message of hope from the Salvation Army. One of the great joys, of course, as officers that's afforded us is the chance to go over to the Holy Land and to to kind of see where Jesus walked, where Jesus taught, ultimately where Jesus died. And I think one of the places that really hit me uh, was the Garden of Gethsemane to see those, uh, those trees that are there that have been there for well, potentially thousands of years, to think that that was there. the very spot where, where Jesus prayed, that, that prayer of agony. That's true. Of course, when we were there, there were cars and a parking lot and a building had been built yeah, to pray true. in it. But to have closed our eyes and to imagine that garden when Jesus walked in with his disciples, knowing that he was going there to pray— mm because he knew what was going to happen. And so in John's account of this, they have the Last Supper first. And Jesus says in the book of John, the hour has come, because he knew that soon, ultimately, the reality of human pain was going to be on him in every way imaginable. So he arrives to the garden And he's told the disciples in the scripture to sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. How do you imagine that level of burden that you, you get from those words? Well, it's the fact that he said, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. I am startled by that reality that Jesus's perspective has taken a shift Mm. into having that on him. And the agenda was still the same, but now I feel like the difference is that sin is now on Jesus, that overwhelming. Not to say that Jesus has sinned, I'm not saying that at all, but all of a sudden he is feeling the enormity of humans' sin that he knows he is taking on so that he could be that sacrificial lamb for us. He took on our sin to make us right before the Lord. As Jesus is hanging on the cross, He had people who loved him right there before him. He had his own mother, Mary, and then there was Mary Magdalene. He had his aunt, Elizabeth, John, the disciple. Peter's wife is recorded as being there. And knowing God is watching this whole scene, knowing what has taken place with his son, God knew that Jesus had to be stripped of everything, and there he was literally on that cross. People had deserted him, had mocked and ridiculed him. One of his own trusted disciples betraying him. Everything was gone. And he cried out to God because it felt like God had also removed himself from this and said, Father, Father, why have you forsaken me? I cannot imagine what that was like at that time. Of course, that's where he breathed his last. He did. As lost and as lonely as a human being could be. And there he died on that cross. And that Friday must have been so confusing as any day had been. 
And that night, it says that the women who were close to Jesus were weeping. So the crowd of the people there were cheering because of what had taken place because they got their way. So they thought, Pilate, he had washed his hands, so he was relaxing with his wife as however he was. The disciples, <laughs> those cowards were hiding for fear that this would also happen to them. And the religious leaders, smug, celebrating. They thought they had won as well. This was a day of differing and confusing perspectives. But little did they know, Sunday was a coming. Thanks for listening. To hear the full version of this week's episode, subscribe to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org.